Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Roper Report Exiles podcast in association with Volks Breweries. Today on the pod, we have Paul, who's down in London, former who's from that well-known suburb of Colchester called Gloucester. And we, and we also have on the pod today, for the first time on the Exiles pod, but one of the original voices from the Roper Report back in the day, we have Jim Holmes. So uh, you stepped away, but... You said that if ever we start an Exiles show, we should get you involved. And so here you are. So how are you doing, Jim? I'm very well. Delighted to be back involved. Been on the bench for far too long. So uh, you're living down in London now. How long? Have Unfortunately, you been um, I've been down here too long. Uh, what's that? Eight years. I moved down after university. I get a couple of away games a season, probably four or five away games a season. And then as many home games every time I go back. Um, I've only been to a couple this year, unfortunately. The uplifting 1-1 draw in the opening day and the uplifting 1-1 draw uh, away at Ipswich. Um, <laughs> but you can follow them as much as you can, whether it be through dodgy streams or on the radio. Absolutely. No dodgy streams. No, no of course, no, of course not. No, no, I was abroad. <laughs> Absolutely nobody uses them, do they? No Parasite. No no okay, <laughs> don't let Tory Charlie catch me. <laughs> <laughs> We've had an interesting week as Sunderland fans, haven't we? It's it's been a, a bit of a roller coaster with Parky's first couple of games. We had the the away day at Wigan, which we'll come on to later. Uh, but first of all, I think we'd better deal with the five one five nil victory at the Stadium of Light. On it Tuesday of five one. Five one. Not any memories of that? <laughs> well, it, it almost was. I mean, Burge. Yeah, very much kept, so. Kept the the clean sheet with a fantastic save. Actually, mm. in the second half, but um, was anyone there? No, we were there, so we were watching on uh, SCFC or Skybet. Um, Skybet, yeah, yeah, Skybet. I had that as well. I was getting uh, a very annoying um, goal alerts just before the goals went in. Yeah, so which you could no commentary on Skybet though, which yeah, get what you pay for. Yeah, it was lovely actually. I really enjoyed that. I was going to say it's probably quite refreshing. Well, through my headphones, I can hear a couple of people in the crowd and their, their comments on the game. So it was actually quite, <laughs> yeah. it was actually quite nice. So, lads, what, what do you think of, of the performance? Who impressed you most? I think, well, everyone. I think everyone was a sort of seven or eight out of ten, I think, which is a nice change. I think it had pretty much everything, you know, clean sheet. Uh, Grig got off the mark. 
but the one that impressed me the most was I think Duncan Watmore. I think we're we're such a different team with him in the side. He just brings a completely different dimension to our game. And and by that I mean he's got pace and he'll he'll actually go up players and make things happen. He's not the most technical player in the world, but you know, at least he's direct and he's he's unlike anything we've got in the squad really. Yeah, I mean Parky was saying in his uh in his interview today in his presser about how impressed he'd been with Watmore right from you know the first training session and that he really does offer us something something different and something that we've been missing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's not looking an absolute certainty for the game at Shrewsbury on, on Saturday, though. No, well, let's hope he wouldn't play, wouldn't you? I mean, he's been out for so long. You just think yeah. if you can keep that lad fit, he could completely turn our season around. He is, he is just by far and away the quickest player we have in a team. And yeah. we're a team that is completely devoid of pace most of the time, aren't we? So, you know, he's, he was, uh, I completely agree with you. I thought it was unbelievable. On, um, well, considering, on considering he's, he played on Saturday as well, three games. Yeah. In a week is going to be far too much, considering how little football he's had. Yeah, in the yeah. last well, last I can't even remember the last time he got two years. Really yeah, nice. I was going to say since, yeah. since he pulled a string of games together, I can't remember. So yeah, three in a week is going to be far. Was that under Moyes, probably the last time that he was really like got a couple of when it was more when he had uh, Anicia be alongside him, maybe. Mm. Yeah, um, I think when we went three up as well. I don't know about you lads, but I was like, just just take him off, just take him off now. Wrap him in cotton wool. Yeah, yeah. Once the game once the game was done, I was kind of like, yeah, let's let's not risk it. You know, he's he's broken down playing less minutes than 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 this. So, mm. yeah. Once the game was over and we didn't necessarily need that pace to to threaten them, yeah, I was kind of shouting at the telly to to pull him off. Mm. <laughs> so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> You couldn't really ask for more, could you? I mean, it was <laughs> clean sheet, so much better. But, you know, it was, it's what we kind of wanted to see from Ross, didn't we, all this time? I mean, it was we were almost playing within ourselves and it was nice to see them try and get the best out of Will Grigg. You know, they got the, mm. we got the ball forward quite quickly. Uh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with playing direct football, you know. It was just, you know, that we, we were uh, much, we, were, we penetrated it a lot quicker and, you know, it was probably Denver Hume's best game at left back. Yeah. Um, just it was it really was such a welcome surprise because I was dead nervous before the game. I really was. I thought, yeah. you know, say for example, if we'd won narrowly, um, I think there'd been a bit, still been a bit of pressure on him. You know, he's, he's come in, lost the first game. If we'd just kind of scraped scraped over the line against what was a shock in Tranmere side, mm. you yeah. know. It, you know, there would have been pressure on him. You know, he would have had to win two or three games to get the fans fully on side. But a 5 0 win, you know, it's the first time in God knows how long. I don't know if I've seen Sunderland in 5 0. I mean, it was well, 20 odd years, wasn't it? 20 yeah. or at home, anyway. It's to be Oxford 7 20 years. I mean, I, I saw that starting lineup and I was just, it was like a breath of fresh air. I yeah. think I, I tweeted about it during the, at the time as well, you know, to see that there's not a single like what you would class as a holding midfielder. And actually, apart from the centre-backs, I would class every other of the eight on the pitch, if you exclude, obviously, the goalkeeper, the other eight are all attacking players. You know, there's yeah. not a single real... Even the fullbacks, so Luca Nine's not really a defensive player. Yeah. Denver Hume, you know, we we talk about him going forward more than we talk about his defensive capability. Uh, and through the midfield and, and up front, it was just packed full of uh, offensive talent and it, it, it it's no surprise to me that we ended up scoring five yeah. um 
And I think you need to have that attitude because we 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 have been struggling to keep clean sheets. So you know, let's go out with an attitude and go. Okay, if we keep a clean sheet, great. If we don't, we're going to beat you four two. We're going to beat you five exactly. three. Who cares? As long as you're getting the results. And yeah. it, we've not done that all season, and we've not we didn't do that under Ross at all. I mean, I actually quite like Jack Ross for, for the majority of his reign, but it just felt like this team is capable of so much more. Do you know what I mean? It mm. was just like yes, we lacked a bit of pace, um, and we have players who are a little bit patchy, like. Chris Maguire is probably the definition of Patchy. You know, he has, yeah. I mean, he was unbelievable the other night, but, you know, he does go missing now and again. But just to see a team that just seemed to like want to really put someone to the sword and not take the foot off the gas at 2 0, you know, or, or even 1 0, like we did under Jack Ross, we would just thought, you know, keep going, keep going. And I was unbelievably delighted to see mm. Will go goal because we just know if we get him firing, yeah. you know, it's just, it's going to make be the difference, isn't it? I, I yeah. Think so, anyway, yeah, I was well, surprised he, he started to be fair because when, on the way back, yeah, well, Greg, because on the way back from uh, the the Wiccan game, a few of us stopped off at the st- services, and he, we actually saw him in the services, and he was limping so badly on his left leg. Um, oh, really? To, yeah, really bad. And um, I, I can't remember who it was. One of I think it was Niall asked him, Are "You all right, Will?" And he was like, "Oh, not sh- not too sure." He was re- limping really bad, so I was surprised to see him uh, to see him start and and yeah. actually play ninety minutes. No, he did good. I think out of everyone that's probably benefited from Parkinson coming in, he looks like the one that's got a new lease of life. I don't know if you'd agree. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Fresh, fresh start from his nest. I mean, yeah. he probably felt very, really stale under Jack Ross. I mean, I think a lot, the whole club, to be honest, felt a little stale. I think we were all just had the, the, just comp- the wind taken out completely out of our sails as a fan base after the yeah. two losses at Wembley. So to see a manager come in, Obviously, the his opening result wasn't the best, but you know, you know, the the result of the night. Honestly, it makes just a world of difference. And you know, if he can put two or three good wins together, you know, it it just completely turns the season around. Because I mean, mm-hmm. I think we're only a couple of wins off automatic places, really. You know, we're well, still so at, early in the season. If you look at Ipswich losing yesterday, yeah, oh, Peter Brunei sits top of the league, and you know, I think that we're like, are we five points or six points, yeah. five points off a second. It's um, wide open, isn't it? Yeah, it is. There's there's about eight or nine teams that are all within sort of five or six points of each other now. Yeah, the, the whole league seems to have kind of concertinaed over the last kind of mm. week or so. I mean, the gap from from top to bottom is 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 not is not massive. No, um, not at all. And I mean, go, going back to, to to the the game on Tuesday, I mean. It's been mentioned already, but I thought Maguire's work rate was fantastic. I mean, I I, I text my dad to say, Maguire's tracking back, you know. <laughs> he was really tracking back. It wasn't necessarily always the most pre- effective tracking, but he, w- he was getting himself in the positions, you know, making a nuisance of himself. And the system right from top to bottom was pressing. It was high energy. And, um, you know, there were, there were players who didn't even make it onto uh, the Roger Rapport's uh, Pool for man of the match, like like Max Power. Mm-hmm. He had a fantastic performance. Yeah, I wanted to raise Max Power. To be fair, I wanted to bring him up because there was a bit of a in, certainly in the Roker Report group chat. There was a bit of a, a mixed bag. Like some people saying they didn't see him really or didn't see much of him. But for me, he was just head and shoulders above everybody. Goals aside, uh, you know, goal scorers aside, and, and and scoring goals. Obviously, those people would take the plaudits. But Max Power, everything just seemed to go through him. He, he was, yeah. dare I say it at risk of being shot down by everybody on social media. He was a bit of a Rolls Royce on Saturday, uh, on Tuesday. Do you know, I think he's got Dobson alongside him. I think Dobson, yeah. I don't want to sort of blame Ledbetter for last Saturday's defeat, but 
it's just so nice to see some legs and some athleticism in the center of the park, isn't it? Yeah, he does because because he, he is. You are right. He's got a lot of energy. You can't you can't really fault him for that. I, I guess it's just his decision making at times. You think? Well, I guess he's young, isn't he? So yeah, he's time. Yeah, but I mean, he was he did make a few errors. He was the only one on the night where I thought on the ball he probably made you know some bad decisions, but off the ball, as you say, like maybe. Maybe even just subconsciously max power, knowing that he has someone with energy and legs around him, you know, kind of frees him up a bit. Because if he's playing alongside Grant Ledbetter, who we know we all love Grant, you know, he's, he loves the club as much as anyone, but he is slow. Yeah, and that's yeah. an understatement. And just having someone who just allows you to take the reins off a little bit, that probably does free him up, you know. I, I mean, he did play um, Walkmore through for the first goal. It was a, it was a lovely mm-hmm. pass. Is that, is that right? He, it was, it was Power or ball. Dobson? Um, Dobson. Yeah, he, he almost scored himself as well, didn't he? he had that yeah. run where he kind of it just kind of opened up for him in front of goal, and the shot was a bit tame in the end. But the actual yeah, run with the ball was brilliant. No, I mean, it, as regular listeners will know, I I, uh, I I admire the lad. I think he's got a lot of quality himself, and and like you say, alongside Max Power, I think they make a, a really energetic midfield pairing. Mm. Yeah. This leads a lot by being first to the ball. I think that's why I've sort of noticed the last few weeks. Yeah. Wickham were that much better than us, but they were just quicker to the ball. Yeah, we were very standoffish, weren't we? Very standoffish. Yeah. It was almost, it was a Jackie Jack Ross performance, wasn't it? Like, I mean, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was ponderous and it was slow. And I just, I really hope, hope they carry this forward because <laughs> we've seen this from Sunland side before. You know, we, we've seen Chris Maguire, what he can do. We know that he, on his day, he's arguably one of the best players in this league, right? I know it's only League One, but he, he has got absolute quality. Look at playoff semi-final last year, for example. Mm. And I just, I really, I, I, I really hope he can string um, a line of performances like that together. Because if he, if he, like, Someone like Will Grigg, if he can become consistent, and Max Power is another one. Yeah, you know, we, there's there's plenty of time left in the season, and we and we we can we're more than capable of getting promoted here. Um, we just need to hope that you know Phil Parkinson can you know just keep them focused, keep their feet on the ground. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Go on, sorry. Sorry, I have to say, like Parky has impressed me in terms of how he's he's spoken about the team, about his yeah. his analysis of. Uh, both our own performance and you know the the systems and tactics of of other new other teams. He was talking about uh, how Shrewsbury play, and we'll come to that uh, in a in a bit. But he was interviewed, I think, by Caroline Barker on the Totally Football League show after after the game on Tuesday, and he was very kind of sober and sensible about it. But you could just tell that he had he had confidence in himself, and he's got confidence in, in the group of players. Yeah, he just kind of quietly goes about it, doesn't he? Like in his interviews, he's very always very calm. Well, so far, I can't say he always. He, he's done, what, probably five, six interviews for us. But he seems very calm, very measured, very sure of himself without coming in and saying, yeah, you know, I, I've been there, I've done it. We're going to go win the league. I'm going to go get Stuart Donald his 100 points. He's just calmly going about his business and saying, yeah, we, we've got work to do. And he, he seems to look at each and every game mm-hmm. um, with a view of, oh, I might need to change that for this opposition because they have these strengths or these weaknesses. Whereas Jack Ross seemed very much, you know, yeah. this is my style of play. Well, it, question mark, did he have a style of play? But this this is my formation. This is my starting eleven, And irrespective of who we're playing again, th- this is what we're going to do. Um, and it backfired on him so many times. Whereas it seems certainly in the interviews I've seen that his approach is a lot different in that he'll go, right, okay, that's that game done. 
what do I need to do to prepare for the next game? How do I need to tweak things? You know, yeah. who do I need to bring in? What what style of play do we need to change, etc.? Do you think he's just just more pragmatic? Do you think, like, obviously with the experience he has at this level, yeah. maybe that that's what that's what it brings. I mean, I do hope that I just want to see this team be arrogant. If I'm honest, I'm sick of this league. Mm. And I'm sick of teams coming to Sunderland for a lovely day out. Like, yeah. do you know what I, do you know what I mean? I want us to, want them to. To, to be arrogant and go and win and put teams to the sword like they did on Tuesday. And I guess the next the next few weeks are gonna are gonna, are gonna prove that. You know, we, we need some arrogance. We need to get out of this league as quickly as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know it's funny it's funny you say that because I was watching the um you know when they the Sunderland uh, website uh, they release like the highlights and the backs the backstage yeah, yeah. stuff. So yeah. I watched that this morning. And the one thing that struck me is that obviously you got the, the, the Sunderland players all coming down the ton, down the down the steps into the change room having a laugh and a joke. And I saw the Tranmere players come down, and they're all coming down in single file, like looking around in some sort of like amazement, as if in awe. I can't, yeah, I can't believe that we're here. Yeah, and we need to take that because we know that most like half the teams in this league will come to the stadium alike and be be a little bit in awe because it's it is without being disrespectful to any of them, yeah. probably the biggest stadium they would have played in and the biggest crowd, et cetera. And we need to play on that and be like, do you know what? Yeah, you are coming up to us and we do need to have a bit of swagger and a bit of yeah. a, a bit of arrogance about it. Yeah, yeah. we're everyone's cup final, is, aren't we, I think? Um, I, and you saw that with the... What was what was your man's name at um, away at Wickham with his... Oh, his, oh that, that Twitter video, honestly, I've never seen anything so small. Come down here is with that? your attitude. Yeah, you know, coming to our gaff and all of this. No, I'm not. You just let's let's be as arrogant as physically possible. We need we need to have that attitude because yeah. that's what Roy Keane brought. Remember that? I mean that that's probably my favourite season as a Sunderland fan, purely because I genuinely thought no matter what the score was, yeah. how late it was, we were going to go and win games because they had that arrogance and that confidence. Yeah, that's swagger, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I really hope that. You know, Phil Parkinson can bring that. I mean, I guess only time will tell. Yeah, it's down to the players, though, as well. They've got to back it up, haven't they? We can be the biggest club in this league by an absolute mile. But, you know, once that whistle blows, you've, you've got to back it up, really, I think. Yeah. So, um, looking forward to Saturday, then, really, it's probably a, an opportune moment to look at look at that game. Um, we're playing Shrewsbury away and um, on the extra podcast today. Um, the... Um, Graham had a, a, a good chat with the lad from uh, the Shrewsbury podcast, and um, they aren't they aren't playing fantastically this season, but they are mid they're mid table. They've they've been drawing a lot of games. They haven't been scoring a lot of goals. I think he said seven seven of their goals have, have come in two of their games um, so far. Um, we know that Gooch is out. We know that Watmore is a is a doubt. So mm. so what do we think in terms of who we? Who we might select is it a, an opportunity for McNulty to to play? Is McGeady going to come back in? Well, sure. Let's address the elephant in the room first. In McGeady, yeah, you know, because so. there's a there was a after Tuesday there was a big call to say does he actually get back in the team? And in reality, he probably will because he's the best player in the league. Isn't he? Yeah, but, <laughs> but equally, equally, if Gooch is injured and Watmore isn't going to play three games in a week, he's yeah. going to come back in. But actually. Should he is a is a is kind of the biggest question. If everyone was fit from who finished or who started, sorry, on Tuesday night, then I, I think just for me, McGiddy's obviously yeah, he's, he's the best player in the league. Mm-hmm. But due to the emphatic nature of the win, then you would say yeah, start the same eleven and let McGiddy play his way back in. But with Gooch being out, 
on that left-hand side, it just it just makes sense to slot McGiddy in there, right? Well, hopefully, I mean, he's 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 one who has a arrogant big time attitude, doesn't he? Let's hope he's seen that game and he's thought, shit, you know, these these guys yeah. have done this without me. You know, yeah. this is, you know, I need to go and prove myself. And as we know, he is the best player in this league. He is on his day. He he's got that. He's one of the few who has that piece of magic. You know, who can open up a defense. So you bring him back in. I, I mean, I think we, to be honest, we don't really have that many options other than him, do we? No. You know, particularly if Watmore's out as well. I mean, I guess he's not out, but I think we're almost unanimous in the sense that I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to risk him. Maybe have him off the bench and bring McNulty back in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hope, hopefully, you know, you can see someone like Aidan McGeady think I might not get back into this team, and it, it, you know, it invigorates him a bit more. Yeah, I really like the idea of McGeady down the left with his trickery and creativity, and Watmore down the right with his just direct pace. We haven't really seen that before, have we? Yeah. Well, they played it at Wickham, didn't they? But. Um... I think did they start yeah, McGeady and, right, and yeah. Watmore? And obviously that yeah. performance was shocking. But I think yeah. I think some of that is down to the midfield as well. But it, I think if you had if you had that if you were to put that exact same team that went out Tuesday, but yeah. perhaps swap uh, or put McGeady in in that. Let's say for argument's sake for Gooch. Yeah. So you've got Grig, Watmore, uh, Maguire, G- M- Maguire and McGeady with Power and Dobson, the, yeah. the extra kind of pace and speed to, to play. I think McGeady would be picking that ball up in that final third a lot more, and you know he he, he would do some damage. He'll do some damage against any team in, in this league if he if he gets the ball in the right areas. Um, I think against Wickham, from what I remember, he a lot of the time he was picking up the ball on the halfway line and just having to play it backward, um, which you know is not what he's about. Um, no. I really I really hope it it doesn't turn into the fact that we you know. I really hope that we we can be effective with McGeady in the team because mm. we've seen that our best performances this season have actually come without him in the team. Hopefully, you know, like because if we can if we can if we can get someone like Will Grigg firing and yeah. also have McGeady on form or you know even you know making an impact off the bench, I, I really do think you know we can we've got more than a great chance of getting out of this league. Yeah, you think that. Do you, do you think that um, the other players are taking more responsibility when McGeady isn't on the pitch? I think you're not, exactly right. They're not yeah. just turning to McGeady and saying, you know, do something. Give it to Aiden. Make yeah. something happen. I'd yeah. hope so. You know, that that's that attitude we've, we've been talking about. That's what you want. You want, Hopefully that responsibility, they're not just saying, yeah, as I said, oh, give, it the, give the ball to Aiden, he'll do something. Because that's what it's felt like, hasn't it, at times? It's yeah. felt like... Well, if Aiden doesn't do something, how are we going to score? I mean, it didn't it doesn't help when you've got someone like Charlie White up front, who's. I mean, I know some people like him, but I, I mean, I think he's useless himself. But, um, I, I yeah, I you know, I I, re, I hope if he comes in the weekend, which he probably will, because was he suspended for Tuesday? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He was. If he comes back in, you know, we, we should be rolling teams like Shrewsbury over. Come on, I mean, they they only put one past Tramia, and Tramia were down to ten men. So I mean. Surely that's that speaks volumes, you know. They're, if they've been struggling for goals, like I was saying, and and, yeah. and and you know, it's a it's a it's a good place to go. Shrewsbury, it's a it's a nice ground. It's not, you know, it's 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 modern. It's got a good pitch from from my memory from going last year because it's actually kind of until Tramway are in the league, it's the closest game to where I live in North Wales. Uh, so we we were down there last year. It was my little lad's first first ever game. And, um, oh, it was great! It's a great place to go for a game of football. If anyone's going, there's a 
supermarket car park around the corner, park up, walk around the corner, and you're and you're straight in the away end. It's 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 a nice a nice away day. Um, but I, I think that we could we could well turn them over. But I I don't think they'll be easy. I think they're quite they're quite um, defensively strong. From they do have a love, right? They do have a ton of love. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wasn't really even aware of that until until yeah. the end of the day. Yeah, so McGeady better be on his best form against the D Love. Yeah, yeah. Don. Come on, I mean, if if we're, play, we're coming up against a team who start Don Love, how lads? You've got to, we've got to put these to the yeah. sword. Come on. See, at risk, at risk of getting carried away, at risk of getting carried away, I think if we start with just as an attacking lineup, so I don't want to see Ledbetter come back in. I want to see yeah. Dobson and Power in there. I want to see McGeady in for Gooch. I want to see uh, McNulty in for uh, what more? You know. That starting eleven to go out of Shrewsbury. I don't care whether we're away, what their record is. We should be blowing them away. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I would be disappointed if we if we go out with with the same attacking lineup. I'll be disappointed if it's not maybe not a clean sheet, but if it's not three one four two something like that. I probably would be a bit disappointed because it's teams like that which a Jack Ross team would have got a one all or may have scraped yeah. a two one, yeah. but. Jack Ross played two holding midfielders away every single game, and we're we're better than that. Mm. We're much better than that. You know, let's go out and I, I don't like I said before. I don't care if we don't keep clean sheets. If we score at, at risk of saying a, a a band name from the podcast, let's have the Kevin Keegan attitude of uh, you know you score you score two, we'll score four, that sort of thing. Uh, it didn't work out quite so well for Kev, for him as we know, but you know the the talents there. And mm. Let's just go out and let's just go out and make teams scared of us because I don't think teams are scared of us at the moment. No, no. Well, there might Absolutely. be after there might be after Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I think it sends a message, doesn't it? Definitely. And and we've got a decent run of games coming up where we can pick up and pick up some points. We got we got Southend at home um, mm. week after, and we've got a game in between that, haven't we? We got yeah, Oxford in the cup. Yeah, I, I do worry about it. To be honest, I mean, I know Oxford's the. What round are we? Are we last sixteen? Last sixteen, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but get I mean, in the quarters. I mean, hopefully we can get into the quarters, but the old checker trade or whatever it's called in the FA Cup. Personal opinion, I, I I'd rather just be out with them, and just concentrate on the league. No, uh, I'm, I'm all about I'm all about just I, I want to get to Wembley again. <laughs> Come on, I'm not sure we'll get there in the FA Cup. Yeah, but <laughs> no, but league cup, yeah, the but cup. and it's I mean, how are you, if if you beat a team like. We should be beating a team like Oxford, I imagine. Well, I think so anyway. Yeah. Because you might get you might get ourselves a even if we get ourselves a nice away day in, you know, Manchester or somewhere like that, you know, that's that's what it's that, all about. Isn't that's it? what I'd like. I'd be happy with that. If we had if we had an away draw at say yeah. Man City, City or someone yeah. like that, you know, I could I'd be happy to go down Never there, before. watch the game, and actually we go out and I'd be like, Do you know what? Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. That's it. That's that, our FA that, Cup journey over. Right, let's go smash the league. That's what I want. I mean Again, like living where I live, quite out on a limb, the idea of having a, a away evening fixture against, you know, Everton, Liverpool, Man, Man City, Man United, mm. would just be an absolute dream. I, you know, my little lad's already already got it booked in his diary. I think, you know, hoping that we get an away draw against them and I can pick them up from school and go straight over there. Um, you know, uh, that that would be fantastic. And again, I, I agree. I wouldn't particularly. Yeah, one percent mind. Uh, you know, I mean, let's not look past. Let's not look past Oxford because we have struggled against them in the past a little bit. So yeah, we have. 
that we've all been so positive. Really well. Yeah, 1-5-0 win and all of a sudden we're going to win the FA Cup. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. We're going to put five past Shrewsbury. Yeah, literally it's going to be a 1-0 yeah. win to Shrewsbury on Saturday. It's dull. It's going to be dour and all of the all of our great spirits are going to be completely dampened. Parky out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, let, let's let's look. Let's start look back again. It, it, it seems an age ago now, but we had our um, ma- uh, our rubber four exiles wacky races away day in in Wickham on Saturday, and uh, joining us down there. Well, we had Paul and Bomber. You were both there, yeah. uh, along along with Niall, Gary, Brett, and his dad Danny and John came down from Lincoln uh, with with Niall in the car. And uh, me and my lad Tom were there as well. So um, last time you were on the pub, Paul, you were talking to Brett um, about the trip, and and Brett predicted that it would be a great uh, day at the football. Football ruined by the football. Was that how it was for you? Uh, yeah, it was a weird day. How was it? Nailed it in terms of prediction. Absolutely nailed it. That's exactly what it was. Now it was really good to meet everyone and put uh, names to faces. Names to faces to names. Faces to names. That's one. Um, yeah, really good day. But, uh, yeah, I mean, less said about the performance, the better. Though I did quite enjoy the ground. I thought the ground was sort of old school, you know, proper old school football right on top of the pitch. Yeah, nice. we had a decent view, to be fair, Paul, didn't we? Yeah, it's quite romantic. I mean, not like that, but it was, no. you know, it was... I wonder why you were trying to hold my hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think the highlight the highlight of the game, apart from holding Bomber's hand, was uh, at one point cheering Will Grigg closing down the goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah. And I turned to Gary, who's in the group, and I said, this is... This is how low we sort of sunk with cheering. <laughs> Will Grigg closing down the goalkeeper. Um, but yeah, it was a great day, but not the best performance, was it? No, it was. It was, I, I would echo that, Paul. It was a. It was a great day for me. Like, yeah, the, the result was disappointing, and the, and the performance was even worse. But you know, getting to meet everybody, like you said, putting some some faces to names, um, and just for, like for me, that's the, that's the first time ever I've been in a in an away end at a Sunderland game with. People who I, in inverted commas, know. So it, I've always either gone up on my own or I've gone up with a friend, but we've had to go in the home end. Yeah. So it was a new experience for me, and it was absolutely class. And one that, as a, on the back of that, you know, I want to do a lot more. Um, mm. I do think for me that the highlight was the, actually the Wickham fans. So those people who are at the game or who, who have watched the highlights or uh, will, will pick up that their goalkeeper was the worst bloke in the history of the world. He was taken. He was taking 20 seconds to kick the ball out of his hands. So all the Sunderland fans are going, one, two, three, four. And then all the Wickham fans for the last 10 minutes of the game were just chanting, you only sing when you're counting. And that, <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, that tickled me. Yeah. yeah, it was good. was a good value as well, to be fair. I, yeah. I've got some uh, some newfound respect for Akinfenwa as a result of that. Yeah, but it's just a proper football gun, isn't it? I don't know. It's better than, I prefer that than going to the Emirates, personally. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a great place to go and watch football. It's a hell of a long walk away from, was, uh, from where you get off buses or park your car. Unbelievable, um, but a lovely a lovely ground, a decent burger. I have to say, outside yeah. that was quite nice. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a terrible performance, but we've <laughs> that's already already been dealt with, hasn't it? It was but, a bit uh, of a nightmare getting in, wasn't it? There was only like those two little turnstiles that everyone was yeah. trying to get get in through. So it was a bit of a nightmare getting in. I think some people actually missed the kickoff because mm. um, that was a bit of a squeeze. But yeah, the ground itself, once you're in, was uh, was fantastic. Yeah. No, a good place to go and play football, but uh, not a team I'd like to go and see every week, I have to say. Apart from Akin Fenway, as you say, who, who 
he would hit a lot more, uh, you know, a decent footballer. You know, he could, yeah. you know, he does what he does, doesn't he? He he brings the ball down or, or heads it on and 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 lays it off. But he was well. killing. He was killing Lynch and and Willis in the air. They couldn't handle him. No, no, not at all. And I think he like people call him a bit of a caricature of a footballer, and you know he's nothing but a a meme and whatever. But you know he's effective at what he's there to do. Yeah, he is very effective. Yeah, he played to his strengths, don't you? Then you yeah, 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 totally. So lads, um, we we've, we're gonna we're gonna play our our um our game playing away. Martin Wanless, uh, our um Australia based exile, dreamed up this game where. Where basically uh, the host, which is me this week, uh, picks a game from the past, um, an away game in this case, from this day in in history. So it's the 24th of October when we're recording, and I've picked a game 20 years ago to the oh. day. Oh, brilliant! God, okay. 20 years ago <laughs> to the day. 20 years ago to the day, someone played West Ham United away and drew 1-1. I'm not <laughs> going to give you the goal scorer. Um, but who wants to come in and try and guess this classic 1999 Sunderland uh, 11? What, what division are we talking about? We're talking about the Premier League. Premier League, yeah. Okay. If you want a bit of context. So yeah, they got relegated, right? No. No, no. This was the seventh out of a 10-game unbeaten run. Which oh. So uh, Tommy Sorensen's in goal in 99, right? He absolutely is. Yeah. Chris this isn't much of a challenge, to be honest. No, I'd so Chris making it right back. Yeah. Michael Gray at left back. Yeah. Uh, and then centre half. Was that Butler? the season of Stan? Okay, Paul Butler. Yeah, maybe Butler, yeah. Butler's in there. Yeah. Bald. Steve Bald. Bald. Steve Bald. Yeah. Summerby. Summerby. Yeah. yeah. Quinn and yeah. Phillips. Yeah. Quinn Phillips. This isn't challenging at all. No. Stefan Schwartz. Stefan Schwartz, yeah. yeah. Who are the central Who are the pairings? Oh, okay. Uh, ball? Studsy McCann? Yeah, Gavin McCann's in there. Ball, he's not. Yeah. Uh, so how are we on now? Is that nine? Alex we, we have one Alex, player yeah. left, and it's Alex Ripp. This yes. Good night. Thank you very much. It's got to be the easiest one ever. If you say that, I contributed absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, Bomber, can you get can you guess the uh, the substitutes that day then? Oh, Jesus. Uh uh, sub striker should be easy if it wasn't Quinn and Phillips. Did you? Did sorry, you? Sorry, I apologise. I was I had Dicio it just coming out of my mouth, so <laughs> that's why I was claiming it. Right? <laughs> um, the the our utility player back then, I guess, Darren, uh, Williams. Darren Williams. Wow. And uh, and a uh, cultured wow. central midfielder bomber. Oh, I don't know. Ooh, on the bench. On the bench. That's how good you were. A Frenchman. Yeah. It was Eric Roy. Yeah, Eric Roy. Oh, I wouldn't have got that one. I wouldn't have got that one. It's a bit obscure. Um, Eric, um, God, we're good. Yeah. But, uh, it, I mean, I was looking up the game and uh, I saw it, it was Phillips who scored. He scored on the 19th minute. Uh, uh, sorry, on the 28th minute, which was after Steve Bald was sent off. And anyone anyone remember why Steve Bald was sent off? Because it's, it's glorious. Mm. <laughs> No, dude. Is this some headbutting or something? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, remember? Do you remember that? No, I don't remember it. I just thought it's Steve Bold, isn't it? So <laughs> he headbutted Paolo one chop in an off-the-ball incident. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Didn't Trevor Sinclair yeah. score? I think a late goal. He did. Eighty ninth yeah. minute. Eighty ninth minute. Um, that West Ham point. side was good, actually. Oh, 
Do you know what? That game was notable for a 17-year-old Joe Cole making his debut. Oh, wow. Oh, so that would have been a team that had like a Paolo oh, Canio by then? It had the Canio in it. It had... Um, was Frank Lampard there? Aye, Frank Lampard in the middle. No, it was a, it was a, 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 a classic West Ham team as well. I think um, we... That would have had Rio in it then as well, wouldn't it? If you got Joe Cole and... Yeah. Yeah, it had Rio yeah. Ferdinand in it. And, and yeah, we would if we'd won that game, we would have gone top of the league. Yeah. So God. it just shows <laughs> how you, the mighty how have fallen. <laughs> 20 years to the day ago, we could have gone top of the Premier League. And in no way is that depressing. No. Well, no, but it does. What, what it shows me is, you know, when I started watching Sunderland back in like 1989, we were, you know, not, not a fantastic team. Um, well, we were in the we were in the championship, and within within ten years, we were nearly top of the league. Um, it wasn't even the championship back then, was it? It was the it was Division Two. Yeah. But within ten years, we're nearly top of the Premier League, and and you know football changes. And yeah. twenty years yeah, later, look at us now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, talking about smashing Shrewsbury. Like. <laughs> twenty years time, lads. Yeah. Well, that's it. that season was an absolute classic with uh, Kevin. Paul. Finishing goals that, that year. That was one of my um, first seasons. That I think it was only eleven times. Wow, bloody hell, young, mm. young kid. Making you feel old. <laughs> no, but Ben, well, I was seventeen at the time, and you know, I was you know going going out to to pubs and and that, and it was it was a, what a time to be a, a Sunderland fan, and hopefully we'll, we can get back to to something like that in uh, yeah. reason, reasonably short time. And um, so. That, that is uh, playing away, and I'm sure um, when 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 we uh, have another pod next week, I'll find another classic game. Have you got uh, a jingle? <laughs> you need to get some up. sort of jingle. We need to get a jingle. I'm sure Sean will get onto it and throw uh, <laughs> one in there. Away um, from here by the enemy, something like that. That's quite oh, Well, there you go. Maybe you can find <laughs> that one. Um, so um, a couple of bits of like, housekeeping Well. Really, uh, we've got um, a branch shout out. We have been scouring social media for branch shout outs um, this week. Uh, didn't stumble across any, but tweet us uh, if, if you have got a, a, a branch meetup, um, you know, from a, 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 a branch around the UK or around the rest of the world. Um, the North American Supports Association, NASA, have a meetup in Toronto on Saturday. You might be listening to this on Saturday to so get yourself along to Toronto if you're in that area. Um, but they'll meet up and you'll be able to find uh, the details on their social media. Um, and I also wanted to give a, a, a quick call out to the, to the glorious Sunderland AFC women's team who uh, won again at the weekend, won again on Sunday. The 3-1 win away at Nottingham Forest with uh, Grace Mangatti, um, Katie Barker and Bridget Galloway getting on the score sheet again. Um, Next Sunday, they're away again in the East Midlands at Derby. Um, and yeah, they've had an unbeaten start to the season as they push to try and get back in the second tier. Um, so it's uh, positive news all round within the club. And um, if you're listening on the way down to Shrewsbury on Saturday, I might well see you there. Uh, I think Michael from, uh, from Ireland's going to be there as well and he'll be on the pod with me next week. Um, any last words, lads? No, just nothing. It's just uh, keep an eye out. Really? Yeah, keep an eye out for the five 0 win on uh, on Saturday. Exactly mm. right. Great. Well, looking forward to it, and uh, lovely to speak to you all. Cheers, Jim and Paul and Bomber, and we'll speak to you all soon. 
Thanks very much. All the best. Cheers, guys. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.